The Working Girl's Guide to Remote Work, and How to Fight the Remote Work Blues. Welcome to Working Girl Talk. Hello, I hope you are having a great start to your week. This is so different to be talking to you guys on a Monday, but super excited and thank you for your understanding with all the crazy stuff going on in the world right now. I thought an episode like this would be a little bit more appropriate and helpful for the working woman. And this Friday, we'll go back to regularly scheduled working girl talk programming. You've already heard so much news, so many headlines this week. We're going to skip the news for this episode and dive right into the working girl topic you need to know. With the current state of things, I thought now would be the perfect time to talk about remote work. I've had the opportunity to work remote in past jobs. Working remote is really fun because it's a new and fresh environment, but there are some things to watch out for. Like when I first started working remote and didn't remember to change the air temperature in our house for the daytime, So I was dying of heat stroke, eating chips in bed on my computer. So it was just not a setup set up for success. So, and not the most productive scenario. So I've come a long way since then over the past few years and have gathered some tips that have worked for me. I've also turned to the experts and did some research for this episode as well. This episode is really just an evergreen episode about remote work and will probably touch all of us at some time, but due to the special circumstances going on in the world right now, with a lot of health issues and the coronavirus, I did divide the episode up into two different parts. Part one, the actual logistics of making remote work successful. Part two is how to make this work for you in a positive and cheerful way. So some tips and ideas on how to combat some of the negatives that come with remote work as well. Because a lot of us will be or could possibly be remote longer than we are used to. So I wanted to add in some cheerfulness to combat some of the ramifications that come along with that. So with that being said, let's dive right into the working girl topic, remote work. First things first, take your charger. So if you have already began a remote work process, or if this is your first time or it's this week, remember to grab your charger because this is like the common rookie mistake. And I've made it before too. You get home, you didn't bring your charger from work. So if you still have the opportunity, grab that charger. Number two, a successful remote work routine starts with your morning routine. Get ready for work as you typically would on a normal work day, just because working from home or your remote work situation can kind of throw off your schedule. You don't have the same drive to work that you usually would. So keeping some sort of Uh, familiarity to your schedule, like doing that normal morning routine is really helpful for you to start your day off right. And also to keep that sense of normalcy. And this also is a good reminder to like keep showering, doing your normal, like hygiene, brushing your teeth, that kind of thing, which sounds crazy to even be talking about. But after you work remote for so long, you might kind of lose that. So it's a good reminder. Hey, keep up with that morning routine. Act like you are going to work and you can still be comfy. I'm all about comfy. If you're working from home, enjoy it. But still remember to kind of do that morning routine. So if you are typically somebody that wakes up at a certain time and maybe does a journal or does a workout video or something like that, like to keep up with that, to kind of keep that sense of normalcy if you are working remote for a long period of time. And with the situation right now, you possibly could be. Next one, create a workspace that allows you to get work done. So open the blinds, actually sit in a chair at a table. And if you're not used to working at home, you really have to figure out what your creative space will look like because this isn't your typical work environment. You may find it's 
usually distracted or maybe the lighting's not right. And it may take a little bit to kind of figure out what your ideal workspace is like. Maybe stack some boxes up so you can have a standing work desk, prop your back up with a pillow. So you kind of try to make it as comfortable as you can and do what you need to do to stay engaged at your work. Everyone's a little bit different. So if sitting on the couch doesn't work for you, sit at a table and really if everything I've read and done research on, they really do recommend finding a desk setting and that that's the most productive way to be because I probably because it simulates most of what your desk looks like at work. But I would say the big takeaway there is to have some good light in your remote work setup. So that's why I say open the blind because you don't want to just be in darkness and get depressed, have that darkness on you. So open the blinds, get some light in there. Next up in your morning, make that task list. I talk about this a lot and I did a whole episode about productivity, but when your whole schedule gets thrown off like this, when you're kind of taken out of your normal work routine, a task list is so important to keep you on track because sometimes just that switch of not having to drive to work can kind of throw you into, oh, well, like you kind of are like, oh, it's my day off type of feeling, but it's not, you're still working. So really have that task list so you can keep yourself prioritized and on the ball and actually have a measure of stuff that you were supposed to get done. Because if you don't, it's kind of like, oh, I had a productive day, but it's like, did I really do anything? So a task list of around six things is super helpful. Okay, so you got your setup going, you have your task list, but because you're not working around other people, it can be really easy to get sucked into that computer, sucked into that work mode. So remember to take breaks. I have a rule of every hour, at least standing up once. So even if that's just standing up where you're sitting, all good, but at least remembering to stand up once. My friend Nikki actually shared a great tip with me once to work with your laptop, not plugged in. And then when it dies, that's when you know it's time to like take a break. You get to plug it in, maybe get a drink of water, that type of thing. And I always thought, I was like, oh, that's like a pretty good tip because then you're forced to kind of take a break. Trello is a software that does like task management and they have a good blog and they actually did some awesome blogs on remote work this week. And they suggested keeping snacks out of reach and your phone out of reach. So maybe on the other side of the room or in a different room. So you have to get up and go grab them throughout the day. So you have an excuse to get up. And I really liked that, but I would say about the phone because remote work is all about communication. If you do choose to do that and say your phone somewhere else, you have to go up and get it, turn it on loud because you do not want to be missing phone calls or texts from work. But I really like that idea. So just any excuse you have to get up and get out of your desk because you don't want to be sucked so in to your work that you forget to kind of stay healthy and get drinks and stand up and remember to eat. And on that note, I do want to say take a lunch break. Shut the computer when you want to take your lunch break. Actually, like go to your kitchen or go wherever you're working from. Get some food. Take a minute to be away from the computer because it's really easy to just eat while you're working, which is fine. But you really want to take that break and keep it as much of like your normal daily routine as possible. And we even know that eating at your desk at your normal job isn't the best thing to do. So really take advantage of being able to kind of relax during your lunch break. And that's great because a lot of the time when we are working remote, I'll talk about a stat in a little bit, but we do forget to take breaks and we tend to overwork when we're working remote. Next one, because you have the luxury of being at home, you can get creative with moving throughout the day. And I know because we always have like maybe some step goals throughout the day or, oh, I'm going to stand up once every hour, like I said earlier, but you have the creativity and I guess like the privacy to do a little bit of different things. So if you want to like, oh man, my back hurts. Let me just get into a down dog or do some deep breathing. Like you're not around anyone. So you can actually take advantage of some 
some of those things maybe you wouldn't normally be able to at work, but can help you. So if you do need to take a little break and stretch for a bit or, oh, stretch my neck, crack my neck or whatever you need to do. But I would say take advantage of that. And a lot of like the research I was reading was suggesting similar things, like just stepping away from the computer for a bit and kind of stretching, doing your deep breathing and like no one's around to watch. So why not? <laughs> and I think like that kind of goes back to kind of looking for the positivity in this too, that you do have the opportunity to work in a way that makes you comfortable and makes you more productive. Because as we know, if you try going full force for hours upon hours upon hours, you get burned out and we don't want that. So that's why it's good to just keep it healthy, be taking breaks and also taking breaks in creative ways. So if you want to march around the room, do a little dance, whatever you need to do. (laughs) And something that I like to do is move locations throughout the day. And I know I kind of, I talked about earlier finding your ideal setup, but personally for me, it's helped me to kind of start the morning, maybe at my desk area. And then in the afternoon, maybe move to a more comfy chair. So even if it's like a chair in front of the TV or something, I'm personally don't get distracted by that, but you really just have to find what works for you. But switching locations is really helpful because it kind of sparks a new energy and kind of breaks up the monotony a little bit too. Next one, a little bit more of a logistical issue. A big fear people have with working remote is the loss of communication. Make it easy on everyone and be the person who is just on it with the comms. (laughs) So my biggest recommendation here is to over communicate, respond to emails quickly, quickly, I would suggest within an hour if possible. And if your company is utilizing a messaging tool like Slack or Google Hangouts, have your notifications on and check and respond consistently and as quickly as you can. You know better than anyone what's an urgent matter and what person needs a quicker response. Think about that and think about who kind of fits into that mold and how you can best communicate to everyone on your team. And if you manage someone or are the business owner, set clear expectations of how you want communication to go on with remote work, with check-ins and emails, all that good stuff. Cause it's kind of up to you to set the boundaries there. Like, Hey, I expect to check in every morning via email, or I expect you to respond back to me within 30 minutes or kind of setting those expectations beforehand. So nobody is blindsided or there's no miscommunication there. But the biggest thing with remote work is really to over-communicate, which leads me to my next point that it's okay. Okay to call a coworker or to say, hey, can we hop on a Zoom real quick? I need more clarity because it is hard to do um, everything digitally. And that's why at the workplace, typically when you're in the office, if you don't understand something like, oh, hey, so-and-so, can we talk for a sec? Like you can usually have the option to talk to somebody in person. So don't forget that you may need that option too when you're working remote and that's perfectly okay. Just because there isn't already a scheduled meeting on the calendar doesn't mean you can't add one. And a note on meetings too, when a lot of you will probably be experiencing meetings via Zoom or Skype. And I would say unless they, unless whoever's running the meeting tells you not to, make sure to turn off your microphone because people can hear you breathing and shuffling around. And I know it's like super easy thing to do. It makes a world of a difference when just the person who is supposed to be talking, when their mic's the only one that, that's on. And that is amazing. <laughs> um, and it also frees you up from having to like, oh wait, they heard me cough or whatever. Remember to turn your microphone off when you're not talking. And that, especially when it's a big, large conference call or something with more than like four people, then it can get kind of crazy with noise. Follow the protocol there. If everyone has their camera off, 
turn your camera off too. Yeah, I've noticed the microphone one people forget about a lot, so keep that in mind too. Next one, a great tip that Remote Year shared. They talked about sharing your milestones throughout the week with your manager. They specifically said, make sure to advocate for yourself and clearly state the progress you've made in the past week, which goals you've surpassed, which projects you've led. When you're not in the office, it can be difficult for your manager to keep track of your work and to keep it top of mind. So don't be afraid to bring important milestones up on your own. I love this so much because you don't want to get into that like groove of just, oh, cool, I'm private. I'm doing my own thing because you are still a part of a team or a workplace and you will go back to them at some point. And it's good to keep your boss in loop too, that you're doing work. Because I think sometimes too, we feel like, oh, my boss doesn't even think I'm working. It's so annoying. Well, show them you are. So even if it's just, just sending a simple email, Hey, I finished this, this, and we did this today. Super excited about the results or Hey, our website got this because I made this change this week. So keeping track of what you're accomplishing throughout the week and then relaying that back to your boss or your manager, because they don't know, they can't see you. Yes. You're trying to communicate and you're trying to get things done, but because you're not with them, they can't see the little bits throughout the day. So I loved that tip and that's such a smart idea. Another part of that would be if you see something good that someone else is doing, feel free to Slack them, email them, message them. Hey, I noticed that you did that. Great job. Like there's still room for some positive speak in there too. Communication doesn't have to just be questions or urgent matters when it comes to remote work. Okay, so that was part one, a little bit more logistical. We're heading into part two, because I wanna add some cheer to this long-term remote scenario, if this is the case for you. And I created this add-on because of this right here. According to Owl Labs, 2019 state of remote work report, US-based remote employees tend to work more than the standard 40 hours per week. That's 43% more than on-site workers. This is what I talked about earlier, why taking breaks is so important because you do get in that zone of like blending work and home together so much that you just keep on working, but it goes on. While working at home can help people be more productive, there's also an increased threat of loneliness, imposter syndrome, and things that can lead to depression and burnout. This is so important. I've actually experienced a very hermit lifestyle many a time. <laughs> um, more than I would like. I'm not super outdoorsy and I love TV. So that perfect combo always leaves me getting into like a hermit, like cooped up land of <laughs> into that sort of rebel. So I know that this can easily happen, especially when you're working remote, because really there's no excuse to leave the house then. So you have to be super careful. So I wanted to include these more cheerful tips to kind of just keep yourself out of that and to be aware of that. And I think right alone, just hearing that stat is good to just know that because then you can kind of be aware of, oh wait, am I getting like depressed? Am I getting burnout? Maybe I'm a little lonely. Really keep that in mind. So here are some tips that may help to cheer you up while this remote work situation is happening. Talk to people. I know that you may have meetings scheduled and you may have messages going, but really try to talk to people. And as you don't have to just use Zoom or Skype or um, all, any of these video conferencing calls just for work. If you need to ask your friend to, hey, can we do a Zoom call when I'm done with work or your mom or whoever you want to talk to? It doesn't have to be just for work, especially after you've had a long day and typically maybe you'd go out and like see friends. And in the situation right now where people are kind of practicing social distancing, you might not have that. You might not have anyone to kind of tell your, to talk about your day with. So it's like, 
think about it that way, like schedule a Zoom meeting for after work with a friend or a phone call, whatever it needs to be. But don't forget to talk to people. (laughs) And Time Magazine actually released a cool article about remote work and they said to find a buddy. I'm going to expand a little bit more on that. I think this can be someone you don't even work with. So just someone to ask you and that you ask, how was work today? Like I said before, because you may not have these normal interactions of talking about your day with somebody. If you are social distancing yourself, having finding a buddy, whether that's somebody you work with or not, it's kind of like you're checking throughout the day, like, hey, how's it going? And they'd ask you the same. How was work? How are you feeling? That sort of thing just to have someone else's back and you know that someone has yours so we don't get into this loneliness and hermit lifestyle next one checking in on social media this is actually this in my experience this is like one of the first times we've had like a national international situation where we've had social media around so use that in a positive way and to your advantage most people in this like in the current state of things are working remote or most likely will end up working remote too. So you will not be alone. And maybe now's the time to build a, build a community around that. Hop up on your Instagram story and say, hey, is anyone else dealing with this, this, and this while working remote? Crazy. And kind of find a sense of community that way. Cause I'm sure somebody will respond back and be like, yes, totally. And being able to kind of share your struggles and stuff that way because there will always be somebody else feeling that way too and they'll be happy that you shared it so i think we could use social media in a very positive way here next one more events are doing online versions with everything going on and it's a great way to still network and build a community and fill that sense of community but just in an online manner i know the national women's networking group called dames collective went digital for most of their recent meetings this past week so finding stuff like that like finding a networking group and most likely a lot of them are turning into digital formats over the next couple weeks. And on that note, there are dance classes and fitness classes you can experience online as well. Just simply Google and you'll be able to find some. Next one, give yourself something to look forward to after the workday to kind of balance that work ending and normal life after work starting. So watch your favorite show, find a favorite movie, read your favorite book, do something that makes you happy. Trello and Skill Crush both suggested making new playlists. And this could be for while you're working and having like a productivity playlist, but also having like an after work playlist because music can really affect your mood. So that could be something that can keep you cheerful throughout the day and after the work day is done as well obviously going outside helps so making sure you're getting some sun going outside getting that fresh air can help keep the day cheerful and i think throughout the day that's important too it doesn't have to just be something at the end of the work day during your breaks throughout the day or even on your lunch break go outside and go for a walk because you might feel a little stir crazy and cooped up and that could be a great way to bring the positive the positive vibes back And last but not least, online shopping. Typically, if you're like a shopper, that can help you um, have a little bit of sense of normalcy because that's something you already do and can bring you happiness. And it helps a local business if you're shopping like an online local boutique or something. So that's another way to add some cheer and some liveliness to your day working remote. I hope those tips help. And I hope, if anything, these help you spark inspiration of how you can best work remote and work remote in a positive way, in an uplifting way, in a way that makes you happy and feel productive and fulfilled. 
So stay healthy. You got this. Everyone is dealing with the same thing right now. So if anything, that's kind of nice too, that you're not alone in this. For my Friday favorite this week, something a little bit more timely because a lot of us are sanitizing our phones, sanitizing everything. Uh, well Kept is a great company. I think I might've talked about them on the podcast before and I shared them on my Instagram story, but she it's a small business and she has little like sanitation wipes for screens, for your phone, for your computer, all that good stuff. And they're in the cutest packaging. You can get like a pack of 12, you can get a sit. Like, it's just like, it's really cute. They can fit in your purse, but the packaging is so cute. There's cheetah, all these, like there's like a motivational quote one saying, keep going. They're, they're just so cute and it's a great time and a small business and they still have them. So if you are looking for sanitation wipes for screens, check out Well-Kept. She is awesome and they have a great company. super cute. So, and last I checked, yeah, they're not sold out. So <laughs> go get them, go order them. And you're sort of, you're supporting a small business too. Thank you so much for listening today. We'll be back with Working Girl Talk on Friday. Cannot wait for you guys to hear the upcoming episodes we have with some amazing guests. Good luck working remote. Good luck with whatever situation you're dealing with right now. Stay healthy. We got this. We can do this. And there's a lot of crazy things going on right now, but there's also a lot of good things happening too. If anything resonated with you in this podcast today, please feel free to share with a friend. And if you share on social, make sure to tag at Working Girl Talk. And you can even tag me, your host, at Abby Zufelt. Thank you so much. I will talk to you on Friday.